Hey, just want to say, happy Pride Month. This is our Pride episode, so you're listening to Gay, Gay Babe. Babe. All right. All right. Welcome to Gay Babe. Just supporting our brothers and sisters and everything else. Speaking of Gay Babe, I finally want to get to the root of the David Blaine story. I want to open with it. And being that it's Pride Month, I had a sexual affair with David Blaine. There it is. That's what I've been saying. Cats out of the bag. Out of the bag and, and in my butt. Cats out of the closet. So actually what happened was is David Blaine, I met David Blaine at the Hutton Hotel in Nashville, Tennessee, which you and I have been to before. Yes. The Hutton Hotel. In Nashville. We in, stayed there. In Nashville. And great hotel. Um, Great bakery right downstairs. I forgot what it was called. Oh, but shout out bakery. Shout out bakery smells. Shout out bakery smells. Don't smell as good as Frankincense. Why is it not a Frankincense cookie? We talked about it last episode. Um, By the way, and then we're going to get to how to be gay in 10 easy steps. Don't worry about it. Um, we're, we're com- That's coming. 10? 10 easy Took steps. Me 15. I like acquiring <laughs> minds. So, so David Blaine. I give you the one step, really. It's a, it's a step. It's, it's a one step process. Anyone pitching you 10 steps is nine extra steps. <laughs> yeah. All right? Yeah. Yep. There's no article with a one step. No, no. Yeah. No, because then, you know, they, they, you got to milk it, literally. Yeah. Um, so, the Guardian <laughs> so, is telling you that there's 10 steps to becoming gay. I'm here to tell you, throw out everything you know about being gay. We'll go through the 10 steps and we'll pick our favorite gay step. So, so it's a skip. It's a skip. A gay step is it called a skip. 100%. Yeah. This is gay, babe. Um, so, so Blaine, David Blaine, met him, Hutton Hotel. I was dating a girl at the time. We were in a great relationship. We meet David Blaine. He's, he's exercising in the gym. Is he is intense? Please go. I, I'll save my questions no. for the end. So we're exercising in the gym. We're exercising in the gym. Me, me and my me and girlfriend at the time, we're exercising. And we both look over, and she says, she goes, that's David Blaine. And I said, there's no way that's David Blaine. We're in Nashville, Tennessee. David Blaine's a New York guy. He doesn't travel. Yeah. So I'm like, there's no way that's David Blaine. She goes, no, 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 I'm pretty sure that's David Blaine. I have a huge crush on him. I said, well, in my head, I said, well, if that's David Blaine, this is a big problem right now <laughs> because I'm on the road in Tennessee making $300. I'm about 260 pounds at the time. Right. Um, I, I was driving a Toyota, which is a great car, by the way. Um, built to last. Built to last. So, so, so I say that's a big problem if it's David Blaine. So David Blaine now, by the way, he's on the elliptical. He has on ankle weights. I've never seen this. He has on ankle weights on the elliptical, wrist cuff weights, and he's wearing it's a weight. hard. Yeah, and he's wearing like a weighted hat. Like a like a, like, I've never seen it before. I think he was doing like neck workouts with it, but wow. he was working out literally like the. See, that's something I'll never achieve. The elliptical is enough for me. Right. Now you're adding weights to every part of your body yeah. and everything's going in overload. Right. That's a level of intensity for a workout that I won't achieve. He probably has to train himself to do that stuff so he could like yeah. live inside a plastic bag for six months or whatever right. he does. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I'm not reducing it. I have a David Blaine story myself. Big fan of his magic. Is it even magic? I feel like he transcends it. Well, he's he's one of those guys where I being around him, I was like, I feel like I'm in the presence of Satan. But David Blaine, so he goes over. So we're so we're in the, we're in the gym, 
And I then confirm, yes, in fact, it is David Blaine. He had an assistant with him who I don't, he just kept filling up. Got on the elliptical for him? No, he didn't even get, no, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, David, he would, he would take his weights. Was the assistant like, you mean a personal assistant or like a magical assistant? No, I thought it was. Was like, it someone in like a sequence gown? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. That'd be great if he's on the elliptical with all the weights and there's just someone there in like long silky gloves, just like going like this. Yeah. He, he, he was there in the gym. With the assistant, this guy, and he go and and we go over, and I say, I say, listen, I go over to him, and I said, my girlfriend thinks you're David Blaine. I was like, that's it's that, that old icebreaker. That's insane. And he says, you know, this guy's born and raised. He's like a Puerto Rican guy from Brooklyn. He goes, David Blaine is I. I said, all right, David. Okay. Oh, he was being a little cutesy. Cutesy well, goes. That's, that's that's that was fine. He's engaging you in a fun way. Yeah. He goes, but then he steps off the elliptical, you know, sees that girl, you know, pretty girl, very pretty girl. And he goes, um, he goes, and who is this? And it goes like that. And I, was <laughs> no. like, I swear. And then he goes like, who is this? And I was like, uh, you know, this is my girlfriend. So, you know, like, so I was like, relax, this is my girlfriend. And, and, you know, I just felt like fat and like, I just, I was wearing a shirt, like my nipples were like all puffy and like protruding out. And he's like jack ripped with weights on his head. And I was just like, ugh. So, so I, you know, and she's like, oh, I'm such a big fan of yours. Like, you know, she was like, you know, like uh, very, we're both very New York. She's like, I'm such a big fan of yours. And I was like, yeah, yeah. You know, all fans. And he goes, and then he goes she like. She sounds like Saul Rosenberg. <laughs> yeah. That's why I was dating from the jerky boys. And, and he puts, he puts like his finger on his head and he goes, no. like, I swear to God on his head. And he goes, you're from New York city. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, dude, we both sound like walking, talking bagels yeah you know so he goes you're from new york city and i was like yeah and then he goes um and then he goes but he was doing that being playful too like i don't he, know he i mean he literally did like the johnny carson thing where he puts the he put his hand to his head yeah so was, maybe i guess maybe was he, he was being, being like silly? just was he being like obviously you guys are new yorkers i'm gonna be i'm 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 toying with you i'm like toying I'm, with I'm, you. I, I'm engaging you and yeah so he was funny then he was kind actually of. personable yes or it, was it, he being douchey about no, it? no no he wasn't being douchey he was oh, yeah. actually was a personable guy but 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 the way that he was, I've never just felt more emasculated in such a small time frame that it was just one of those things where like I was definitely being insecure because I was you know just felt like shit I'm like I I have nothing I'm nothing whatever but the way that he was just able to like kind of get us all in like the palm of his hand get getting the girlfriend at the time in the palm of his hand had me in the palm of his hand he was exercise but then what what was getting crazy was he started then exercising like doing like crazy like jump squats and um uh uh he was doing jump squats and then i remember he was doing um overhead pulls but all while he was doing jump squats and exercising because it was just me her david blaine his assistant in the gym it was like a small hotel gym he was doing card tricks and having us pick cards and pulling cards out. You, you gotta be I kidding I swear me. to God. Oh, uh, so he, he was wholly engaging you. He, he, yeah. he, he's making quips about where yeah. you're from, about guessing this, that, and then yes. he's doing card tricks while he's on the elliptical while with weights. While I was on the elliptical. The so, man doesn't stop. So that's my point, is he was literally doing card tricks and doing magician tricks, you know, fully seducing my girlfriend, fully... Fully, you know, just making me look like an idiot. Well, I couldn't even, I, I was barely walking on the treadmill without dry heaving. 
and he was literally having us pull cards out of everything. There was one point, and again, I know you guys think I make this stuff up. I have a witness who, who she maybe she could attest to it, maybe she couldn't. I don't know. At one point, he pulled a card out of my butt, <laughs> <laughs> like not out of my butthole, out of the top of my pants where I felt the card slip at the last second, swoop off the top of my ass crack like a half, like he hit a half pipe and pulled it out, and you, it was the card that I was had in my. You, uh, you first of all, you need to stop. Uh, I'm not all, lying. No, here. I mean, I just hysterical that you're like feeling inferior in every way. You're yeah. just like trying to pull a quarter out of his ear to impress your girlfriend. <laughs> yes. No, but like I, one of my dreams is for him to do magic to me. Well, you've experienced something that many well, many people don't get. Well, we could probably get in touch with him now because he's dating my girlfriend. Well, is is he? <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually, I think, I think we follow each other on Twitter, and I think I wrote to him once, and he never wrote back. I wrote to him once on Twitter too. Really? Actually, yeah. Let me. See if I have that message. Let's I, see. Let's see I, what we did here. I wrote to him immediately Mine's after probably this embarrassing. encounter. Hold on. Mine's probably so embarrassing. Let me see. Oh, hopefully this goes back. <laughs> Mine's from four years ago. Okay. We follow each other. <laughs> oh, hold on. Oh no, I don't have it. He, yeah, he stopped following me. But in fairness, he stopped following everyone. He now has zero followers. Yeah, yeah. So I won't take it to heart, David Blaine. If we, if you're watching and we Can know I that you Instagram are. Instagram message him. He also has no tweets. He just like kind of like froze his account. Yeah, I thought that I DM'd him. Let's see, David Blaine. No, nothing. Let oh. me see if mine is not embarrassing enough to read. And he's got a million followers, no posts, not following anyone. Is that a magic trick? <laughs> oh, I wrote some real corny ass shit. And I was probably higher drunk because it was at 12, 11 a.m. Hold on. Let me see if it was a weekend. Maybe I was out. Hold on a second. I'm going to tell you where I was when I wrote this. I keep a, I keep a journal. <laughs> I'm not joking. I write what I do every single day. Okay. I've done it since 1993. Can you believe that? Are you serious? Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. wait. I started on. writing down what I did each day in 1993. And you've never missed a day? I've missed days, but for the most part, I have the lion's share of each year. Where is it? Um, it started off on a, a devil's calendar. Right. Uh, like a New Jersey, like a, like devil's, a New Jersey devil's wall calendar. Okay. And then I transferred it to like, um, you know those, you know, this is old, so you may not remember this, but you used to go to like a bodega or a deli and there was these little like scrolls of your horoscope like rolled into like like a scroll. It was like this big. No. Maybe the length of like a cigarette. And and, and it, like if people, listeners might know this. So you'd go up to the thing and it was horoscopes. Okay. And it, it was like, it was like a dollar. And basically it was a sheet of paper that was long, like this long, but it was rolled. And they were like, they, they were in like little like standing up and you would take it out your month. And it was like a buck and then you roll it out. And it was like a long I scroll. I just don't remember. And it was like your horoscope for every day of that month. Okay. And I used to work at a deli. I used to work at the bodega. So I used to just take them. And then every day I'd write what I did in there. And I had those. I had everything I did for years on those scrolls. Right. And then one time I finally transferred it to like a daily, like um, calendar, like a daily, you know, people have their organizers. Do you have it backed up on a hard drive anywhere anything? No. Um, only like the last four or five years I switched to the notes on my phone. But I have 20 years in like you go to like you go to Staples and you'll buy like a 2000 2005 calendar it's like yeah. that fake leather yeah i have like 25 of those full where where is it i have them probably in a box in my drawer inside over there do you think like one episode like we can bring it out and you I'll could just name a date and i'll look well, it up well let's do the phone i want to do right now so you said you have the last 4 years uh, well no i i said i well let me look what i have let me look okay well scale for that but like real quick i just want to just throw it in. i have 2017 okay Oct i october, have it october 13 2017 what'd you do 
You want to know what I did October 13th? October 13th, 2017. If I, if I didn't do something notable that day, I didn't write it, but let me go to October 13th. But I'm 13th. just let me just guess. October 13th, 2017. See, look, every day has it. Every It's every day because that's how I write my calendar. So I have every single day. So I'll go to October 13th, 2017. October 13th, 2017. I'm going to say that. I, I have what I did that night. October 13th, 2017. I'm going to say you watched um the you watched the Dark Knight and ordered, uh, ordered uh, pizza. Okay. No. I was on tour in the UK, and that night I played the O2. Little different. (laughs) (laughs) Swear to God. You played the O2 arena. Yeah. There you go. Wow. Wow. 2015 is when I started doing it uh, digitally. Okay, so let me just... just, Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, um, uh, uh, March 19th, 2015. March 19th, 2015. Let me see. Okay. Do we have, do we have okay, something? So new this day? starts. My calendar in, in here starts October sixth, two thousand fifteen. Okay, so let's go. Let's go October fourteenth, two thousand sixteen. Two thousand sixteen. Do we have a date? Okay. Oh, October fourteenth, two thousand fifteen. I filmed in Astoria. I was done by five p.m. Wow. October. What was the date? Two thousand sixteen. Yeah. October what? Uh, yeah, because I was going to guess. I was going to guess that you filmed in Williamsburg. You were done by seven p.m. <laughs> what was the date? October what? Uh, let's let's go. Let, why don't we go October? Just for shits and giggles. Why don't we go October twenty fifth, two thousand sixteen? October twenty fifth, two thousand sixteen. You want pumpkin I was picking? off from work. I went to Union Hall to visit my buddy Brendan Walsh, the comedian. Yes. And then I did a show. Oh, no, I did a show there, actually, too. And then I did a Charles, Pete, and Dan show at 8.30. They used to do it at that 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 uh, distillery in Brooklyn. No, I never did. I did spots. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this, because this is fascinating to me. Yeah. Do you feel that that helps you remember dates and things? Like, do you remember? It's why I do it. So you vividly remember these things now when you write a little tidbit of information. Maybe not about- vivid, but then I go back and I look at and there's a complete sense memory that I remember where it was, what I did, who I, it even helps me to, to keep track of like when I started doing certain things or met certain people or and, and things like that. So I love it as you, and it basically is is going to be a doc like just I'm documenting my life. I mean, I could look back and tell you what I did on any day for like 20 something years and even if I if I remember, if I don't remember it, it's still good for me. I I, I just Wow. Yeah. Do you have, do you think the day that you met me in there? <laughs> I, I bet you, I swear to God that I do. Yeah. Like a significant day. Yeah. Well, I would have wrote, I probably went to. Well, because I remember when we met, it was, it, I remember. In, was it in person for the first time at one of your shows? Because we were talking online first before I went and hung out with you at a, at a, at a spot or something. Well, I went to, was it when you headlined Caroline's it was for the when first time with Mike Cannon? And, and yes, it was when I headlined Caroline's, and I just want to get to that date, Go ahead. and I want to just see- I have a picture li- from that night. Yeah. I yeah. also have a picture from that night. Journaling accelerates your ability to manifest your goals. Review and hone your life vision and big picture goals. As you read and rewrite your goals daily, they become forged into your subconscious mind. Eventually, your dreams and vision consume your inner world and quickly become your physical reality. Okay. I mean, sure, I hope so. But you don't have, oh, you have this written down because the first day I met you was June 7th, 2014. Okay, then it would be in the book and I could go, I could go find that book. Okay, so June 7th, June 7th, 2014 is what we're going to look up. I, we're going to look up to see. Yeah, let's pause. You want me, I could go look for it right now as long as it's here and I think it is. If, if it's not going to be, because I, I, yeah. Actually, it might be like a minute for me to find it. Okay, if, yeah, because let me, I got to order Jasmine food anyay because her phone's broken. Let me see okay. Okay. I found a, oh, 
went in, opened a drawer that I thought it would be in. It was in it. Okay. And I pulled a stack of books out of the drawer. Okay. And for top one, 2014. Okay. So, so. June 7th, 2014, day I remember. First time I met Sal Volcano, I remember I was wearing a, a shirt that said one for the Gipper. You were. I remember that. I remember that. I remember, I remember those photo. taking pictures. I remember I saying I'm such a big fan of yours. I love the show. And you said, hey, I came to see you. You know, I'm here with my family. And I was like, wow. I remember talking to my mom about it. I remember Fat Joe was at the show. Was he there? The rapper Fat Joe. The one, the one that I have that goes back to first out of this stack. Dayminder 2002. This, this one's freaking 19 years old. Oh, that's from 2002? Well, that, what else could that mean? I thought... <laughs> <laughs> well, well, you know, it's like Space Odyssey 2000 or whatever it is. Well, what is that? 2001? What's it? You're like, Dayminder 2002? What is that? What is that from? Yeah. No. I thought, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm saying, isn't that wild? wild. I don't know what the f 2002? Yeah. 2002? 2002 is what? Well, yeah, let's. I, let's all right, so. Let's, let's do this. Right, by right. the way, by the way, this is, yeah, by the way, the fact that we discovered. You're getting a, a little bit into my head now for people that don't know me as well as you. I'm a lunatic. But no, well, no, by lunatic, but also it's just so fitting that the day we discovered that you've been keeping a diary since 1993 <laughs> is the Gay Babe episode yeah. is a classic. Oh, yeah. It's just a classic. It's, it's, it's all pride yeah. themed. It's all pride themed, and we love it. And we June, love it. June, June what? June 7, 2014. June 7, 2014. That's not when you were there. That can't be. I would have written it. I wrote something else. Try June. I'm going to give. It, it maybe can't. it's June 6. It's, it's June. It's, I have the photo. I have the goddamn photo of us. Can I look at when the file was created? Or is that. Yeah, but how are you going to find the photo? I, I think I have it. Well, first, what did you write that? What? Day? Listen. Uh, yo. All right. What I wrote that, day, write that day was that it it was my friend's bachelor party, um, but we didn't go away for that. But I my other friend performed at the Bowery, and he was like a hip hop guy. And I and I wrote that I either went to my friend's bachelor party that night or my but that my friend's bachelor party was Friday and Saturday, which leads me to believe that we went away. So I either probably went away to like Atlantic City or something like for a bachelor party, or I went to the Bowery Ballroom at seven p.m. for for a rap show. All right. But what about June 6th or June 8th? I'm just saying if I did the a weekend. Same thing. So what about says, June 5th? Nothing there. I, I did. I, I was on the Katie Kirk show Wednesday at 2 p.m. the 4th. <laughs> oh I really that's think that's what, what we met. That's where I was. I mean, I don't know what you want me to tell them. It, what, can you, can, do you think you could pull up the, the picture? I think that quickly? I can. I really While do. you're pulling up the picture, I'll, because it is Pride Month, I'll just, I'll just want to talk about how much I love a man's penis and balls. <laughs> And I support, and I love. And it's something that I enjoy, and it's something that um that I that I that I think should be acceptable. If you'd like to do that, and if you're a woman, I I hope that you like the smell and taste of a vagina. That's all. And it's and and uh and 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 things are good being gay, and I'm pro gay, and uh, I do. I <laughs> like a picture men from of me time and you. Okay. Here's a picture of me and you. I don't. It's from years ago, but we are embraced, and you are dressed as Santa. There you go. Oh, and I remember that. You know what that was. That was the Christmas show in Camden, New Jersey. Camden, New Jersey at the BB&T Center where, two, you know my two memories of the BB&T Center are? Please tell me. Opening up for you, me, Roy Wood Jr., and Rory Albanese getting the pleasure to open up for you on the Impractical Jokers. <laughs> yes. And then to the day, two years later, seeing the 1975 perform. The only time I've seen them live. Oh, no way. Yep. I two thought you years. hadn't seen them. No, I saw them two years later at the BB&T Center. Really? Yep. 
No, so that was your only freaking. Yeah, we talked about that. That was your only concert. Yeah, that was the only concert I've been to. Nineteen seventy-five and Britney Spears the Circus. And Britney Spears the Circus. Yeah, yeah, she's terrible. Well, she's great. She's great. But I saw her. No, but I saw her at concert one time where she was on a track, and that was a terrible experience. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got but it. That I, was a terrible I stand. Experience. I stand. Britney. I stand. Britney. I love gay people. Um, uh, I'm looking for this, I, and I know I have it because I saw just, it recently. Well, no, no, it's yeah. okay. But while, no, while okay, you're yeah, because I got no, nervous. While, no, while you're looking for it, I'd like to just go, go, can you just scroll down a little bit. I just want to go to how to be gay in ten easy steps. We said that we oh, would please. figure we'd figure out um, um, how it goes. So one, have a diva. So everyone needs a Kylie, even if you think Time Bomb is kind of a crappy song. Look at this. I found another picture of me and you. That was at the premiere of your movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm seeing, I have all these pictures of me and you in here. If you Listen, if you scroll through your phone long enough, you'll re, it does look like that we are involved in a gay relationship. <laughs> Dress and drag is tip number two. Okay. Cruise is tip number three. Everyone used to know to glance over your shoulder after three steps if you were interested in, in that sexy stranger on the sidewalk. Uh, learn how to do that. Not only will it improve your gay experience, but the way you interact with everyone. Street cruising is mostly dead. No, it can't be done on Grinder. but a trip to a bathhouse will teach you all you ever need to know. So get to those bathhouses. Here's a picture of my dad with the Imagine Dragons. <laughs> there you go. That's, wow, he's, the lead singer of the Imagine Dragons is very tall. Like six, six or something like that. And he's jacked now. He is jacked. Jacked. Now, he doesn't, he doesn't go. He pays attention to his fitness pal. Um, know about poppers. Um, Russian jungle juice. Well, if, if if only so people will get your jokes about Russian jungle juice, know what poppers are. You don't have to use them, but it's been one secret we've kept for most of the gay community for decades, so we have to keep it going. It's our version of Colonel Sanders' secret recipe. So I don't know what that means, but... <laughs> oh me jumping rope, June 15, 2019, <laughs> in a boxing gym in Kentucky. Yes, that's Sal him. That's, that's the him. owner of the gym that that's, we loved. That's the owner, the owner of the gym. And this is June 15, 2008. We talked about this on the podcast. Yeah, that guy. I actually have video right now of you working out. Oh, my God. Patreon. It's so funny. I started in the corner of the room so that I could arrive on you working out. Look at that. Oh, yeah. He did like he did like an artistic shot. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> I am not hitting the bag well. <laughs> I look younger and thinner there, and it was only two years ago. Well, that's how life works. <laughs> you want you want that? Yeah, it's gonna send it to Pip. Um, uh, uh, develop a gaydar. Go to Pride, which we're all, all obviously going to go to. Appreciate camp. It's everything from showgirls and mommy dearest to John Waters and your aunt. Nancy. I mean, that's. I mean, I'm off the charts on appreciating camp. Yeah, here's a big look one. at us. Here's a big one, and here's 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 where I'd like a little class trip for us to go. Okay. Visit the AIDS quilt. <laughs> well, yeah. AIDS quilt. AIDS nearly wiped out a generation of gay men. Many men coming of age know. Speaking of pride. Tim Dillon. There he is. Child picture of Tim Dillon. There it is. I'll send you this one. Send you that one. He's posted it, so. It's the best picture I've ever seen in my entire life. It really is. You guys will see it right now. Come out is the last one. It's the last step to being gay is to come out. In our age of gay-straight alliances, in schools and celebrities who live in perpetual glass closets without ever making a final announcement, coming out seems it's going out of style. Why should gay people have to come when straight people don't? While in some distant gaytopia, that might come to pass, but until then, it's probably the only unifying experience every gay person has. We all have a coming-out story, whether it was when your mom says she knew already, or your father stopped talking to you, or your boss just didn't care and told you to go back to your desk. No matter what else you may or may not have in common with another gay person, you can always fall back on this. It's like talking about the weather but far more interesting and often with more tears and come so 
<laughs> I added the last part. I know. I, I have so many pictures of you and I. I'm looking through other pictures, you know. I'm just, a, but I'm trying to find it. We'll cut the dead air. I, I really want to find the. I, I've seen it recently, and I know it's in here. How about this? Can I do something? Would you mind? And 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 look I, at that. Look at this. Look what I just came across. Wow! Look at that. Though that's the gift that you gave me when you did Bay Ridge Boys. When I did Bay Ridge Boys, I appreciate that. That was April 13, thousand eighteen. Three years ago. Send it to you, pimp. Can I look in one of your diary notebooks? Open up to a date. Tell you the date. And you take a chance at if you knew what you did or was remotely in the ballpark? Yeah, I'm not going to get it, but yeah. Who knows? Is this me, you, and... Uh... Uh, little, that's little James Debo. Yeah, me, you, yeah. and little James Debo in San Francisco. Oh, my God. Another gay place. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, your handwriting, it, it's... It's terrible. But, but, you know, but what do you expect? This is really something. I can't believe I didn't find it. Oh, 2005, 2006. Do we have anything after 10? Yeah, there was definitely. All right, I'm going to give up on the phone. Yeah, I'll go to really, a, really I'll, I'll go to 2014. I'll go to a date in 2014. All right. I really wanted to get, get you this picture. I really did. Well, we'll get it. Yeah, I'll, I'll find it and send it to you, pimp. Okay. You, so this? you're positive that's when you played Caroline's? That's one of the well, times. The, well, the, it, was, it was the first, I think it was the first time you played it. I thought that that was the date. In 2000, I really would have really written that down. I, I, I could be wrong. Um, if you don't know what this date is, you have some explaining to do. All right. July 14th, Monday, July 14th, 2014. Oof. Monday, July 14th, 2014. Mm-hmm. Monday. Monday, July 14th, 2014. I, I don't know what that is. It just says forensics. <laughs> <laughs> so what? You, if, what do you have to? Were you evading arrest? What do you? What forensics. Has to do with forensics. That is weird. What could it be? Well, you want forensics? Because the page before that said CSI forensics. I had to pick up something at CVS. Oh, but that's not forensics. Oh, look at that! Two days later. You could have picked two days later on the 16th. I saw De La Soul at Irving Plaza. Wow. And you would have remembered that? No, no, no. no. But I remember, I remember that I went now. Which one closed in Manhattan? Irving Plaza or Webster Hall? Webster Hall, but I think they reopened. Oh, they reopened? Yeah. And Irving Plaza might have closed, but I'm pretty sure they're not. Things are just reopened now. Uh, how about this? The day after that, I did a show at Joe's Pub with Cypher Sounds. Cypher Sounds. Yes. Okay. Now you got me looking now. About- Hold on. I saw Go-Go Bordello. I was going to concerts like a son of a bitch. On the 21st, I went to see Go-Go Bordello and Man Man at Starland Ballroom. What? I mean, if every it checks every gay bay box. I mean, day by day. How about this? On Wednesday the 23rd of July, I had voice lessons. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I mean, this is perfect. Yeah, there you go. All right. How about this? 100 gay things to do before you die. You ready? Let's just name, let's just call out five, a ten San Francisco Pride. Okay, we got to go to we got to do that before we die. Hundred and gay things before we okay. Go on a gay cruise. Yeah. Oh yeah. Watch That's queer as folk. Last. Watch queer as folk. Eh, eh. Have a gay roommate. Love it. Host an Oscar party. <laughs> Guilty. Guilty. Head to a gay rodeo was fine. Didn't know they exist, but now that is the only thing I want to do. Go on a blind date, which okay. Guilty. I guess that's gay. You ever been on a blind date? 
Blind. No. Straight blind. You didn't know what the person looked like before you got there and vice versa. No, never. I have. You have? Yeah. What was that experience like? Uh, well, you're gay now. It was... Uh, it was all right. I ended up dating the girl. A few more dates with the girl. How did it get set up? A friend, a friend of mine that I used to work with. But you can't really even have a blind date anymore with modern technology. You'll just Google. You cannot. Name. You right? No, it's almost impossible. This, now. this this blind date was in the year two thousand. Is it in the book? Two thousand two is where it's. St- I I, ha- I probably have it somewhere. Right. Yeah, I remember the, the name of the person. Right. Nice person. Did but you didn't did, click really? That just did you mention nine eleven in the diary when it happened, or was it just something else you did? Was oh, it like man. oh, ate ice cream? <laughs> Matt, I mean, if you go to September eleventh, I might have felt the need to have to write what happened, <laughs> but I can go get the other book. Oh, that's a fine. <laughs> Imagine you did it. You said I uh, ate ice cream, sat by fed pigeons. 2003, 2012, 2002, 11, 2004. It's really like... Imagine I go in and I find it and it's just on September 11, 2001, it says Mastermind Terror Plot Plot Complete. (laughs) (laughs) 2005, I pulled it. Ready? Pick a date. Go. Anything. That's Halloween. (laughs) Pimp, that's a terrible suggestion. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, what'd you dress up as? I took my niece Amaya trick-or-treating. I went to the village parade with Q and my buddy Doug. And then I came back and I threw a party at my bar. Great. That's a that's a great day. It's a great day. And that's be, that's it was, was my Halloween for many years. And that's that's 2005. Enough, you were not even in entertainment yet. No, I was not. You were you doing the improv? Uh, that's uh, yeah, the it was sketch just, group. Yeah, I'm but say, even sorry. yeah, actually, right before, right after that, we started putting stuff on the internet. Right. That's when I got an agent. Right. Uh, uh you know. There you go. Pick a right. not not holiday. Not holiday. That's little Christmas. That's, That's a holiday. Christmas. The Puerto Ricans are offended. <laughs> I went to I went to the Wood I went to the Woodbridge Mall and the Menlo Park Mall to go shopping, uh, and I was with my girlfriend. And then I went back to her place. Me- oh, and then and then what happened next? Well, we, we probably ate dinner and then probably watched some TV. Got on our knees and prayed. <laughs> Menlo Park, that's the place we can go in indoor. You can go see indoor. Uh, uh, no, that's the movie theater that they bring the food and drinks to your seats, right? Yes. Menlo Park movie Well, theater. they do it at a lot of places, but they do do it there. No, but that, that was like a big one. Like, that's where everybody used to go from Staten Island would always go to that Menlo they Park. They were one of the first ones in this area the where it's like, oh, you, let me ask you a question. Would you like to eat while you watch a movie? Yes. It's the only place to go. I did the one in South Street Seaport once. I saw the Jurassic Park, the most recent Jurassic Park that had come out, and I ate and drank so much food. I was actually with Little Debo. I threw up in the movie theater. Fully threw, fully threw up like on the to, floor to the side in the movie theater. Had to press the call for help button or the call button, and you know the lady came over and she said, "This happens. Don't worry." But I, I fully binge. Did you help them clean? No, you, I, no, no, no. You left a stench. What was I going to do? No, it wasn't like a full like. I got it. It, it wasn't was like like, like but it was like beer and it had pushed up and I puked. And did you just tell her you spilled something or was it? No, st- I, I said I'm so sorry. I threw up. I was drunk. We were. I was like we. Were, I was getting hammered. Oh my god. Yeah, I threw up during and Jurassic Park. Did she clean it in front of you? Yes. Yeah, no, she cleaned it. Somebody else came out and cleaned With a little it. Little mopsky. They threw that little sawdust on it. Yeah, like grammar you school. Know, they came out, but I got. I remember getting hit hard for that bill. It was like a two hundred and fifty dollar bill. At, through two hours in Jurassic Park. In the theater? I'm like, for T-Rexes? You were drinking, well, you were probably drinking like big... Like, I was drinking like mud slides. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And eating popcorn yeah. oh. and, and like, you know, chili dogs. Like, yeah. I was just being an idiot. Listen, when it comes to paying off debt, it can also feel like an uphill battle. I mean, high interest rates resulting in minimum monthly payments keep you in an endless cycle of debt 
Upstart can help you get ahead. Do you dread looking at your credit card statement every month? We don't blame you. No. Upstart can lift that weight off your shoulders so that you can finally feel the relief of being free of credit card debt. Okay? Upstart, fast and easy way to pay off your debt with a personal loan all online. Find out how Upstart can lower your monthly payments today when you go to upstart.com slash hey babe. That's upstart.com slash hey babe. Do not forget to use our URL to let them know we sent you loan amounts will be determined based on your credit income and certain other information provided in your loan application go to upstart.com slash hey babe yes babe yes thanks to Babbel, which is the number one selling language learning app and and i need it because because <laughs> you have a stutter it's not for stuttering it's for learning other languages oh, that's just me goofing around goofing around this, no it's a number one um selling language learning app that's See, difficult to now say now i know now See. yeah there's an addictively fun and easy way to learn a new language now whether you're traveling abroad connecting deeper with family or you just have free time they teach you bite-sized language lessons that you'll actually use in the real world i downloaded the app i've been using it i can say stuff now i'm refreshing myself from when i used to speak Spanish. how do you say i'm a penguin in spanish uh you know just give me a couple more weeks on Babel, <laughs> and we'll figure it out well i've been i got you beat because i've actually been using Babel for the last three days and i know how to say that yo soy penguina oh is it penguina yo soy una penguina okay their teaching method has been scientifically proven to be effective and i'm telling you i i i i can relate because i mean i know how to say i'm a penguin in spanish kind of so it's scientifically proven <laughs> is it penguina uh, nah, you don't know if it is. Okay. Babbel designs their courses with practical, real-world conversations in mind, things you'll need to use in everyday life. So you will not learn I am a penguin on Babbel, most likely. Unless you, you, know, you identify as one. That is then right. Then you could learn that. Then you should learn it. Yes. yes. Right now, when you purchase a three-month Babbel subscription, you'll get an additional three months for free. That's six months for the price of three. Just go to Babbel.com and use promo code HEYBABE. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Let's not spell that wrong. Code HEYBABE for an extra three months. Wow. An extra three months. That free. is a good deal. Ay, caramba. Babbel, language for life. What happens when we vomit? Humans are actually one of the few animals that vomit in nature. Depending on the condition or cause, the brain sends a signal to the diaphragm and the stomach, which propels the food up the esophagus and out the mouth. I don't vomit that much. Do you vomit a lot? Uh, no, but when I do, it's usually pretty epic. It's, yeah, like it's yeah. projectile? Yeah, I mean, if, if and when, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah I, don't, I, used to, I feel like I vomited a lot more when I was younger. Yeah. Right? I get, I'm a guy, I get sore throats and congestion a lot. I don't vomit a lot. Although, all that, with that being said, though, I haven't gotten sick, knock on wood, since 2019. Yeah, I haven't gotten anything. Me too, thank God. Yeah, and just. I haven't left the house too. I've been living in a bubble, which is really my dream. Well, you've been sitting, yeah, you've been sitting (laughs) right there. Yeah, I know. You know, David Blaine, I went to see him. So he used to do these stunts. Right? They were wrapped around this special, and he did a stunt where he buried himself alive. I remember that. I remember it, watching it on TV. In like a clear coffin yes. underwater. Yes. And people just lined up and looked at him and signed his book like they were at his funeral. Yeah. And I signed that book. I really? Went, I, I, took, I was working at Prudential Securities, and I was like, this guy's the first I heard of the guy, and I was fascinated with his stunt. Right. And I went on my lunch break all the way up to the Upper West Side. <laughs> 
I swear to God, I think it was like at a Trump building or something like that. And 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 I got online and I waited and I looked down at him and he looked at me. It was like two. It was early. It was before I was on like anything right. on TV or anything. And then like well, he wouldn't have known who I was. But I looked at him. He looked at me, and I really felt like I made a connection with him in that moment. Wow! <laughs> swear, and I signed that book. I signed it. So. We got to find that. That was his fifth stunt. That so, was the first time. In April of 99. Does that sound right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's I, when you're working at Presidential I started, Securities. I started January 99. So I was only four months in and on my lunch break. I took the subway all the way up to, up to the Upper West Do you side. remember what you... Yeah, do you, have, do you have that in the entry? 90, I will. The 99 book's not here. I can get up and get it. I get up and get more books. We'll just do this for my whole life. I mean, yeah. So then I got, then I got, I got the kick of. I, I, I like this. So the next stunt he did. It was the stunt he did in Bryant Park, where he stood on like a pole. Yes. With no, he he wasn't tied or anything. He just balanced on a pole. I think for like two days. Right. Yeah. Oh, that was that wasn't stunt number three. On a pole for thirty five hours. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, and so you know what I did there? I thought I would be funny. So I was doing comedy, but I was still working at Prudential because I was definitely still, I don't know what year that was. 90-foot pole, this guy said. So picture like a telephone pole, but higher, right. like 90 feet. And then at the top of it, there's a platform as big as his feet. And he just stood on it for 36 hours straight if overnight. If he falls once, he's dead. There was boxes. There was like, um, to break his fall, there were like... Um, cardboard boxes all around the pole but people were watching him filming him photographing him the entire time so you got to stay up stay alert stay awake can't eat not drinking or unless he had some water not going to the bathroom but yeah so i went to this it was at bryant park and i went and i staged something similar i had my friends come and video me and i stood on a smaller pole <laughs> Are you kidding. serious? I said, uh, yeah. So picture like picture like um, Brian Park is like like maybe the length. Of, just picture as a rectangle, like the football field. He was in an end zone. I was at about the fifty yard line on the side, and I had a smaller pole that I was standing on. And I said I was going to do it as long as he did it. And I also allowed myself. Um, I packed like I think it was seven small sandwiches and, and a cooler of, of drinks. <laughs> Yeah, and I had my friend, and so, but I was acting like they were all there to see me. So we were filming this whole thing, and people were like, "What do you think about him on the pole?" And they like they were giving the interviews back, and then it would cut to me, and I'd be sweating on this like one foot pole, but still eating a sandwich. And I was supposed to cut it together and make it like it was my stunt. And did you ever do that? I did not. Well, we should get homeless pimp to do that. We should edit that. That's Patreon. That's Patreon content. That is. So I got a little stunt number two: not eating for forty four days. Somebody was shredding for the wedding. <laughs> well, I, never, I, I also never told you what I wrote to him, and this is so embarrassing. Yeah, June sixteenth. Yeah. Oh, I wanted to see. That was the whole point of me getting the yes. books to see if I went to him. Okay, did so, I not look it up? Yeah. Well, let's see, June sixteenth, two thousand four. Did I not look this up? Um, this is. You remember I told you that I write stuff down. This is why I don't even know if I looked this up a moment ago. It's not in here. It's not in there. Why? Oh wait, no. Sorry, I'm an idiot. This is just the day I wrote to him. <laughs> it couldn't have. The day I wrote to him was June 16, 2017. But it has to be something. I wanted to see if I kind of met him or something. Uh, this is the most embarrassing thing ever. And um, I'll, I'll read you the non-embarrassing lines because there's one embarrassing sentence. What, but come on. You got to read the embarrassing sentence. Longtime fan. Okay. Uh, been to a bunch of your live New York City performances over the years. And it ends with continued success. But then there's that sentence in the middle there that is, it's, I mean, it's very, it's very gay babe appropriate, actually. I think you, I think for the gay babe appropriate for the gay, you have to do this. Okay. 
Yeah. I believe you. I do. Yes. I mean, yeah. come on. Yeah. Look listen to me. Yeah. Listen to me. First of all, this is four years ago. Second of all, I'm letting you into this. This is this was never for public consumption. It's fine. I'm admitting it's a gay babe. This is fine. Thank you for the consistent entertainment. <laughs> I can't read it. I can't, read it. I can't do it. It's bad. It's it's corny. It's Just very you, corny. Sal, you have to say. It's, I mean, I mean, I mean, this is very corny. Sal, I'm hosting a reality show on True TV called Backyard Bar Wars. Read the thing. Okay. <laughs> this is this is corny. As a, by the way, okay, okay. Yes. Here we go. All right, all right. Oof. Long time fan. Yes. Uh, and I again, he. I got I got the notification. He started following me. This is why I did. This. Which is big news. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, been a bunch of live New York City performance over the years. <laughs> thank you, thank you, <laughs> son of a bitch. Thank, thank you for the consistent entertainment. Oh boy, <laughs> slash slash bewilderment. You said you, well, he that's because that's what he does, right? You watch his specials, and his whole his whole game is based on making people go uh, like like his his bread and butter is bewilderment. Let me okay. Let me just say something. Disagree. Uh, agree or disagree? Is agree. his bread and butter bewilderment? His bread and butter. Yes, it's bewilderment. Yeah. But let me just say it three times fast. His bewilderment, bread and bewilderment, bewilderment. bewilderment. Okay. Let me let me tell you this. When you first started that DM, because you had you know yours uh, verified, he started following you for a reason. You were whatever. When you, I'm not even done with the sentence. There's gonna, two more slashes. Well, that's what I'm going to say. I want to I want to yeah. give a, a thing bad. right now. When you started that message, mm. I would say you had. A a ninety nine percent chance of him seeing it and writing back. It's definitely I, I I laid it on too thick. After the second sentence, it went down a little bit. It's well, a little bit. Time fan been to a bunch of your live performances over the years. That's not too bad. It's not ninety nine Con- anymore. It's going ninety five. It's not terrible. Also ending with continued success. It's just this one sentence. Well, no, no I was going to tell you continued success. Continued success, in my opinion, drops it down slightly. You're right. Slash oh. bewilderment. <laughs> Now we're going to 50. At slash, I'm telling you right, right. now, we're at a 50% right, do percent a chance. live percentage rate read, okay? I, I want to say slash bewilderment. Start at 100. Start at 100. We're at 100. I'm a longtime fan. 100? 98. I've been to a bunch of your live New York City performances over the years. 92. I, uh, yeah, because, you're, because now you're like, I, thank I, I, you for the consistent entertainment. That's growing into the 80s now. I would say you're about an 84. Slash bewilderment. Slash bewilderment brings me down to, I'll give you a high 50. I'll give you, you're, we're at 58% now. <laughs> Slash bewilderment is very tough to come back from. Oh, title of the episode. Yes. <laughs> Slash shock. Slash shock. What's the percentage? So it's what getting percentage to the at? point where what percentage I, are we at? I, I want to say we're, you just got down to 45%. Oh, there's one more slash. The last slash is the worst. There's a th- wait, hold the on. The last slash is the worst. You applied the it's rules four. of threes to slashes? No, I didn't. I went four. I didn't even apply a rule. Oh I went four slashes. I went even above the rule of threes. So what do we I'm have? I'm flailing What here. are the slashes again? Take me to the top. Slash bewilderment. Entertainment. Slash entertainment. Entertainment slash bewilderment. What's the third one? Slash shock. Slash shock, which is horrifying. The last slash is so bad. What's the I'll last slash? I'll never recover. I'll what, never recover. What's the last slash? Pleasure. Oh, oh God. Oh, God. Oh. Pleasure. Oh, my God. Oh, we're at 11%. Oh, continued success. What? Continued Z- success. Right. He never wrote back. 
Uh, why would he? So he didn't even write back. Why would he? He sent you the article for the ten steps to becoming gay. <laughs> That's what he wrote back. He said it's one of this. That this feels message. like I leaned on thick. I gotta be honest. Be honest though. Like I don't feel that way about him. So I, I was like, let me just. In my head, I probably was just like, let me just be really polite to the guy. And, and I will say those motions I have felt. So I tried to be genuine, but that is terrible. Terrible. But you looked up, <laughs> you looked up, go back one, the, 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 the hallmarks of bewilderment, confusion, perplexed, puzzled, baffled, disorientated, obvious, oblivious, oblivious or, or lost. lost. Oh boy. I'll never, I'll never. I mean, that's out there now. And he unfollowed you. He, well, only recently. Well, I don't know that. He, I, I only know that I just looked now and he unfo- he follows no one. I don't know when that happened. Now, did he? Did, it was years after that he still followed Was the me, message read even? Oh, we, how do you we know actually, that? Because on Twitter, if the message gets read, isn't it two check marks? I mean, it's just four years ago. There's a single check next to it. Maybe that just means what? it's sent. I wrote him this at midnight. Even worse. <laughs> hey, maybe maybe reset and say, "Hey, well, just bringing this to the top of your inbox." <laughs> Friendly reminder. Bump. <laughs> hey, just bumping this to the top of you. No, I, I really want to do it. Let's do it. Let's, Let's just do it. Let's just do it, babe. You know about Squarespace? Um, I thought I did, but I don't think I do now. We're we're built. We're building a no pressure dot uh, com. Uh, website we're using squarespace to oh, do we're it. using squarespace this is where they take away like if you if you or me want to build a website uh-huh. everything's built in you just yeah you yes can, it's it's for us yes. we don't know how to code i i don't know how to code i built my my one of my websites on squarespace now i'm remembering i i do know about squarespace i've used it i've made actually a few websites on squarespace it's easy very it's fun easy. and you feel like you're a designer too it's almost like the yeah. version of making like a mixtape like you're like i have control of the aesthetic the pictures the oh, functionalities yeah. it's really really I feel cool like michelangelo but yeah. with websites that's the way to describe it an all-in-one platform customers yes. can build a website you can claim a domain you can sell stuff online you can market a brand we're in a very diy society right now as it is this right. is like literally if you want to, to to move to the next level with your business with your career with whatever you're interested in you can just build your own website you used to have to like find a coder and then they no. would quote you it's like I'm a, coders are like mechanics they are like mechanics they quote you a price and you don't even know if you really need and it and they grease you but guess who's not greasing you Squarespace that's right Squarespace isn't greasing you they're all about they're all about giving you an optimal uh, you know good price good price for a website, and they, they, they use all the right tools, and if you go to squarespace.com slash heybabe for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, only see, that's the thing. They go to go to the free trial, go to squarespace.com slash heybabe, get a free trial, it's a freebie. They want you to try it and love it. Right. When you're ready to launch, you use the offer code heybabe, H-E-Y-B-A-B-E. You save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's 10%. That's, that's nice. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's that's a lot. Just scroll down a little bit, Pim. You could do e-commerce, domain names. They have marketing tools. They have analytics. Analytics, which is important. Anyone will tell you, you need to know who your customer is. You need to know who your demographic is, and it's easy to use. Uh, I love it. Squarespace. Squarespace, and to be honest with you, it's a product that, you know, like that we all use. Most, at least comedians, they their websites are made on Squarespace, and I'm sure at home, whatever website you're making, I don't know if you're a painter, you're a botanist, or maybe you're into feet. I bet you Wiki Feet was made on Squarespace. Yeah, if Any you're, type of foot fetish site. If you're home making your foot fetish sites on HTML, 
throw in some flash. No. Use a little bit of uh, whatever the latest programming is. I don't even Absolutely. know. Absolutely. How about this? Go to squarespace.com slash HeyBabe free trial. When you're ready to launch, use the car offer code HeyBabe. Save 10% off your first website. Use that website. Email us, us, email us pictures of your feet to nopresh.com. <laughs> Let's do it. Why not? Oh, you can no longer send direct messages to this person. Oh. Because he unfollowed me. He unfollowed everyone. That he unfollowed everyone, not just Sal. Oh, man. Or that's maybe embarrassing. he followed Sal early in the game. We that don't know. That is embarrassing. But you, he followed me. Close so up. why am I? I mean, that's bad. What was I doing? Well, I guarantee you, at 12, 11 a.m., what day of the week was it? <laughs> it was June 16th. June 16th, 2017? So Monday night. Oh, 2014. No, 17. It was 17. Where was I? <laughs> what day of the week was that? Anyone? Anyone? Jo June 16th, 2017. Oh, wait, did I not look in 2017? Thursday. I don't think you have 2017. Oh, I... 2017 oh, it's on here, phone. you son of a silly son of a bitch. That's what it is. By the way, people were listening, waiting for us to get to this. Gayest food? <laughs> sushi. How? Why so? That's what the article says. Sushi is the gayest food on earth. The design of the average Akura, Gunkin, Maki, or Harami Nigri is, if you look at it objectively, really quite extraordinary. Sushi chefs are basically taking sloppy bits of fish and magically reworking them into exquisite bonbons. Gay. <laughs> oh, this is even better. This is even better. What do we got? I have what, I, I have what was going on on June 16th. Uh, it, it was a Friday night. Okay. All right. So it was 12, 11 a.m., June 16, 2017. It was a Friday night. I had just arrived in Italy. <laughs> <laughs> you had just arrived in Italy. So you were drinking the day some before, wine. At 4.30 the day before, I went to traffic court, and then I flew straight to Italy. And I was at, um, what's the place that's really beautiful in the south there? It's like uh, Italy. Uh, Positano? Right near there. Yes. Um, yes, it's the... the um, what? No, not Tuscany. I went to post that. It's uh, right by um, Capri. No, that's is that right? Yeah. It's 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 it's. Where the fuck did I go? It's it's famous. It's it's um. I don't know. No, I've never no, been it, in Italy. It's, it's the uh, it's the uh, Italy Tower of Pisa. No, no, no. It, it's it's gangbusters. This place, Sicily. No, it's down by the water. It, it's it's the best. It's the best place in Italy, ever. It's it's Florence. No, not like in this. Not like a like um. Amalfi, the Amalfi, Amalfi Coast, the Amalfi Coast. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm day number two in the Amalfi Coast on a Friday night, 12, 11 a.m. I don't know what the time difference was. So, so that so really, so you sent a so, wait, so, wait, hold on a second, hold on a second. Italy is like five hours ahead of us. What time is it in Italy right now? It's uh, five, six hours. Uh, it's five, six hours ahead. One eighteen a.m. right now. It it's here? seven eighteen. So it's. Four, it's five, five hours. Six hours. Six hours, I'm sorry. So it was either 618 or did it, you think it would, Twitter would stamp me where I was, right? So it was 1218 for me, but it was 618 in the morning when I sent them the message in New York. What were you doing? What, what? So I was, you know what I probably was doing? I was probably sitting on my deck, smoking weed, looking out at the Mediterranean. And, then, and I, and I just, uh, and I just was like, he followed me and I was, I was probably, I was probably on my high horse. I was, I was, I had the mist of the sea just wafting around in my hair. Yeah. I was probably definitely had an edible and I was probably sitting on a cliff and I just was I was hitting him with slashes right just adjective after adjective yeah I mean pleasure I ended with pleasure you ended with pleasure honestly man has he bought me pleasure yes was I ever shocked yes was I ever bewildered yes has he entertained me yes so I stand by the words yeah but I do agree 
It's very embarrassing. It's very, well, I mean, listen, yeah. here's the thing. Here's the thing. And again, fits more in this episode. If you're sitting on the Amalfi Coast, enjoying the beautiful view, smoking weed, drinking wine, just taking in the Italian air, and your first instinct is to privately message David Blaine about his bewilderment, it's gay. It is gay, and, and I'll tell fits you. In that. And let me tell you something else. That's a shot to myself. Yes, I wasn't smoking weed yet at that time. I just realized. Wow. So I just was my normal sober self sitting on a, a veranda, and I decided to text him that just sober, just sober. Yeah. Listen, yeah. Sal. Might I, I maybe I had some wine. Maybe I had some wine. Yeah. Listen, but I think that honestly, I'll be completely honest with you. If I'm on the Amalfi Coast, watching the birds, watching the Mediterranean Sea, breathing that in. I'm probably going to message Matt Healy, the lead singer of the 1975. So that's probably what I do because that's just the type of guys we are. How many slashes? You got into it. Yeah. That was embarrassing. That was, yeah, this. this is, I mean, this is what I'm here for, right? This, yeah, but, but listen, dude, it's one, of, it's one of those things where now I think we both can put the David Blaine stuff to rest. You and I have now both come out of the closet right. with our David Blaine stories. Where are we right now? Because speaking of someone writing to you, I got a message. Yeah, and it it was. Uh, what? Wh where are we on the on the timeline for today? Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right, got, so yeah. check this out. Okay, I get a message a month ago. Okay. In in a in an, like an email account I barely use, and I'm gonna. Okay, you want me to read you the message first? Yeah. So okay. So okay, it came in at th at like late at night. Okay. It came Three in like David Blaine time. Yeah. Okay. The subject is <laughs> the subject is beautiful girl waiting for dialogue. Okay. 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 That's the subject. Right. Beautiful girl right. waiting for dialogue. So immediately we're like, this has to, this is the homeless person. Waiting for dialogue. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> hey. Yes. Okay. I'm tired of being alone. And circumstances literally force me to take such a step. I, I don't understand the syntax. Yeah, what are the circumstances? I, I'm assuming this is a spam because it's like, you know, when you get something, it doesn't really sound yeah. like it's supposed to sound. Yeah. But you tell me, hey, I'm tired of being alone and circumstances literally force me to take such a step. I am looking for a man who is ready for a serious relationship, <laughs> love, and romance. If you're interested in such a relationship, I am happy to continue the dialogue with you. Write to me. I will await for your answer. The person who sent me this, their name, or at least the name in the subject, is Unique Tit. <laughs> oh, did you see it? No, I didn't see it. <laughs> unique unique tit. tit. Not tits. No, Unique, unique tit. tit. Unique Tit sent me this message. <laughs> now, I don't understand how you can go so far, even if this is spam, to... To draft this letter, but then not be like, well, I'll blow my cover if I call myself Unique Tit. <laughs> Unique Tit is the funniest name Unique I've ever tit. heard in my life. It's interesting, too. Unique Tit. Unique Tit, because I, and I've talked about this many times, I have a weird left nipple, a.k.a. the Unique Tit. <laughs> did, you, did you have me? Is this I, your secret account? That's my gay baby. Unique Tit. I want to write back. Shouldn't we write back? Yes. Should we draft an email right now? Let's draft an email right now. To Unique Tit. To Unique Tit. And then, but if I write back to Unique Tit. All right, let's just write back to Unique so, Tit. So, okay, yeah. Pull. Just don't click any links. Uh, don't click any links. Can you, pull the, can you pull it up on the screen so I can see and, and help craft the response to Unique Tit? Okay. 
Here we go. I am tired of being alone in circumstances literally. Beautiful girl waiting for dialogue. Okay. Beautiful girl. Write to me. I will wait for your answer. So maybe, hey, Mrs. Tit. I hope I didn't didn't erase this. Okay, now here it is. (laughs) Hey, unique tit. (laughs) Hey, unique tit. Love your name. Okay. Hey, unique tit. Or, you know, we don't have to put it. I mean, hey, unique tit. I understand. Um, I'm tired of being alone in circumstances literally forced me to take such a step. Maybe we could say, hey, unique tit. Thanks for reaching out. <laughs> Thanks for reaching out, period. Um, Go to betterhelp.com slash hey, babe, to receive help with being lonely. Um, BetterHelp is a unique online community. (laughs) (laughs) If you are interested in such a relationship, I am happy to continue the dialogue with you. Say you're in luck. Maybe we could say you're in luck. You're in luck. I am interested. Comma, I am interested. In such a relationship. In such a relationship. And be happy. And would be happy. To continue the dialogue. To continue the dialogue with you. Um, Comma, I mean, you did say you were looking for dialogue up top. Please send pics. <laughs> please, please send pics. Please send pics. Would you like to... Sh- How unique is unique? Yes. Yes. Unique tit. Do you think unique tit is just like culturally a name and we're just like, oh my God, unique tit means something different here. Like, what do you mean? Like like a name, like, like an, an ethnic name that we might not be familiar with that might be common in another land. No, I don't think that... I don't think unique tit... No, I would say no. I think unique tit. I'll tell you one better. We do this game on the show called Cranges and Basketball. We're in a waiting room and we're calling these these names that we don't get to see the names, but we like have to say them out loud to a waiting room full of people and we all write them for each other. We don't get to see them and they're ridiculous usually. Uh, Cranges and Basketball was one of the names one time. So we just took it. Uh, I'm going to put unique tit on the show. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call out Unique Tit during a cringe. So segment. if it wasn't, if ju- just for that Unique Tit, your email touched somebody, your email meant something, you will now be making it to the Impractical Jokers. Uh, yeah, I am. I'm gonna, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to draft. Yeah, I did out myself about who I was then, I guess, if, she, if it was a spam. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to draft something to Unique Tit, and I'm going to send it, and then we'll, if, if she, if, well, I don't even know if it's a she. Could be him. So who's unique? Unique is that is that a female? Unique male? T- could be anybody. It sounds yeah. like it's a girl because I feel like a woman would want to be the one like waiting for dialogue. I don't think guys. Oh, she did say beautiful woman waiting for dialogue, but I don't know if that's a catfish either. You have been catfished? No, I've never. Ah, uh, yes, I actually have been catfished once because I was talking like this was 2014, 2015. I was taught, and here's how I found out. I was doing comedy. I won't you know say with who I was headlining. Uh, I was I was I wasn't headlining. I'm sorry. I was doing stand up on a showcase show. We were both opening for this headliner guy, and I was talking to him about messaging this girl. And him and the him and the guy that I was working with also was did a, a TV show together. And so you know we maybe like had same fans or similar fan base. And I had, I was talking to him about this girl. Oh, she keeps sending me pics and you know hot whatever. I was single at the time. And he and I go and I go she and I go to prove it. Because I was like, but I'm worried. Like this girl's so hot. Like she might, 
it might not be real. And I go and I and I say, but I got this picture. I she wrote. She was like, look, I promise it's me. I wrote your name on a piece of paper. And she's standing butt naked with with my name on a piece of paper. And then he goes, oh my god, pulls out the same photo with his name on a piece of paper of the same girl. What? I swear to God, the same exact girl. So that was a whole. That was a pre- was a whole setup. Whoa. But I don't know what it was for because she never asked me for information. She never. She, it was just like sex talk. So I don't know like what she was trying to get out of me or get out of him, but I was catfished. You, they want, it, she she just it, you said that with such a, a furrowed brow yeah. you're so concerned like yeah. it took a turn like you look like i was catfishing like a victim no I, you just reminded me of the first time someone ever sent me a photo we i got a computer in late 99 mm-hmm. like my family did not have a computer before that right like i did my college i did my college papers on a word processor i'm the same exact way yeah my, i was so late to getting a computer <laughs> so i was in college that's when i got my first email the college gave us an email it's, it's so there was those AOL chat, AOL like you you put like your like AOL profile. It was like just like a sentence of like a paragraph, right? I met a girl on AOL in the in the late nineties, right? And we were talking back and forth. It was like pen pal type shit, and she seemed real nice. We talked back and forth a lot. Uh, I mean, a fair amount is, is what I'm remembering. Like we'd spend like hours like writing back and forth for X amount of time. Right. Finally, we felt comfortable enough to be like, let's handwrite a letter and send a photo. So this person sent me a card with her photo in it. And I'll remember like, I'll never remember, I'll never forget because it had like glitter and also she sprayed it with perfume. Interesting. Which I thought was, it feels like when, you, you know, like someone's going off to war and the wife writes a letter and sprays it with like, oh, yeah, the toilet. Strange, yeah. Yeah. But anyway, uh, and I remember like in the course of talking to her, she was like, oh, you know, this, I got to let you know, like something like you might like, uh, like just a, a unique fact about me. And then she told me that uh, at one point she told me that I think she was a redhead, too. She told me that she was <laughs> Eric Estrada's stepdaughter. <laughs> Do you know who Eric Estrada is? Of course. He plays Ponch on Chips. Yes. Yeah. So I on AOL in the late 90s, I started speaking to his stepdaughter. Interesting. Yeah, Eric Estrada, Ponch's daughter. Eric stepdaughter. Estrada's stepdaughter. Yeah. Wow. If you're out there right now, it was me. It, wow. <laughs> That's interesting. Isn't that wild? Oh, wait. I was thinking of John Cicada. No, John Cicada is a pop star, I think. Yes, okay, Eric, pull up Eric Estrada. Did you ever see Chips, California Highway Patrol, Ponch and John? I don't think so. Oh, Eric Estrada, you know he, he, you know him. He was like really big in the 80s. And, oh my God, yeah, Eric Estrada. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, go to Wiki, let's see, let's see who his wives were. Yeah, let's see, let's Google Eric Estrada's stepdaughter. Yeah, maybe you could do that. Maybe you can do that. Eric Estrada's stepdaughter. Daughter? No, that's not her. That's his stepdaughter oh hold on are you positive that she wasn't lying about it uh it felt i mean that's a real odd lie that's a funny (laughs) that's a funny personality to take imagine imagine she wasn't and then i was like you catfished me i thought you erica strada stepdaughter this whole time (laughs) we've been dating for years uh wait if you scroll up it'll say his wives no his 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 um like yeah. Scroll down a little bit. Right there on the born. Why? Wow, Spouses. Harlem. Spouses. Right there. Down. There you go. Joyce Miller, Peggy Rowe, Nanette Merkovich. Which wife do you think was the child? Which one do you think you were talking to? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I think it was most likely Nanette Merkovich, if Could I had be. to guess. Could be. Um, 
Yeah. All right. Well, that, there you have it. Erica's trying to stepdaughter. <laughs> First time you got catfish. I mean, the fact that you have all these diaries um, is so impressive. I'm really looking forward to going back to the 90s. I want to see. I want to like 1994 Sal Volcano. We'll bust them out. I'll bust them out next time. But I also have to remember to give you the picture of me and you the night we met when you were wearing that one win, win, win one for the Gipper shirt. We have to do it. We have to we'll do find it. out what date that is. If it was June. I know. I um yeah. I feel like uh I, I'm um I've been in you know I'm I'm just got back you know from L A. I'm a little jet lagged now. I've got to I I got to leave soon. I got I have I ordered for some reason I don't know why I did this. I ordered to the house shiitake mushroom pizza. Oh, that's good. What's wrong with that? I don't know. It's just like not a New York thing to do. Shiitake mushrooms on a pizza. I should have not done. It's New York. I should have got a pepperoni pizza. I'm home. You're all you're all laid out. I'm out laid out. That's and I'm a little upset at myself. Yeah, but you, you know, know things that I don't know. I mean, not to change subject, but I just want to give a shout out to Tom Brady uh, for winning the Super Bowl uh, with the Bucks. They just won, yeah. uh, and he's 43 years old now, which is the oldest guy in the NFL. Right. And I just you got to give it up for the man. And Patrick Mahomes, Kansas City Chiefs, played a hell of a you game. You can't play down the Kansas yep. City Chiefs and what they're doing over there. Yeah. Yeah, cannot, cannot play it down. Actually, Andrew Santino, my friend Andrew Santino, told me the sickest story about Patrick Mahomes. They actually met. He was at his show in Dallas. Recently, right? Re- yeah, it was on his Instagram. They met. And, the, dude, the sickest story. Well, my, my friend Andrew Santino didn't tell me this story. Dude, let me tell you <laughs> about this story. This is Hey Babe. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be a flake, don't run away from your feelings, babe.